I think I took your brother and sister on the last trick-or-treating that they're going to do. They're just going to age out. Right. And I say that kind of sarcastically because they were not the oldest people on the street. Not even close, no. man. But in the defense, there were groups of teens, and I say high school. Yeah. But they were dressed to the T. Yeah. So they weren't just out walking door-to-door getting candy. Like they had costumes. Yeah, they, they were having a great they went time. All out. Um in in the Halloween spirit. Right. Now, we're lucky. We live in a neighborhood where we can go house to house. This is not a place where that exists. Yeah. So there was the new thing I had to learn of the trunk or treat. <laughs> okay. Right? So you people go to a parking lot and give candy out of a decorated trunk of their yeah. car. Yeah. Because people just don't have neighborhoods. Right. It's farming community. Yeah. You know, it's a long walk between farms. Between houses, right? A couple yeah. acres, a couple hundred acres. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not putting cattle in your front yard. You, yeah. you got to have some acreage. <laughs> so, but then I, I, I came up with this theory of, because there are people that drive from house to house. Yeah. And their kids get out, they go to the house, they get back in the car, and they go to the next house. Yeah. And I was like. That blew my mind. It did. And. And it was raining, but that wasn't the reason. I'd seen right. it. But then I, I thought, I, I put myself in their situation. I was like, maybe they can't make the walk. Yeah. And they want their kids. Yeah. Got it. You know, so I, 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 they were safe about it. It wasn't crazy. But I thought of combining the trunk or treat uh-huh. with the drive-by. Right. So <laughs> drive-by I'll put my kids in the, yeah. I'll put my kids in the trunk, and at every house, I'll get out and let them out of the trunk to go trick-or-treat the house, <laughs> and then put them back in the trunk and drive to the next house. That's so great. That's what we'll do. That's awesome. Maybe we'll try that next, next year. Welcome back, everybody. What's up, Nothing much. Episode thirty-four, man. Yeah, Episode yeah. This 34. is this, a lot. A, a lot's happened since the excuses. Yeah. Um, the excuses kind of started this ball rolling. Nice for me, right? You know, and I'm so thrilled with that. I actually, nice. it's funny because I hate to say it because I was really at work, but this is my. I, I went on my first paid retreat. So we were so not busy last Saturday nice. and Sunday. I was able to almost Paid turn retreat. my writing into a retreat. <laughs> but they were paying me to move a trailers. Sabbatical, e- right. yeah. But they were paying me to move trailers in between my writing. Right, yeah. Now, my boss is going to catch wind of this. She's like, what? But, I mean, people are glued to their phones. Right. I'm reading and I'm writing. I could be glued to my phone, too. Yeah. But I just choose to use the, the time differently. Exactly. Nothing. Nothing yeah, crazy. I mean, there's no trailers to move. Well, you want me to just randomly start moving them around? Yeah, right. I'll never be able to find them then. Yeah, drive around with one until you get one. So the excuses thing opened up a couple things, which I like. Okay. There's questions. We had a question come in about it. Okay. And so, um, yeah, I just I'll go ahead and read the question. I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead. We had two um, 15-second best friend. Yeah. Let's do those first. Okay. Let's start off on that. Sweet. So um, this one is from Kayla Zickler, uh, my oldest sister. 
uh, who is married. Um, anything to say about Kayla, Papa? For the listeners? Go Emory and Henry Wrestling. There you go. Women are, I think, in their first <laughs> event next week. Oh, kick some butt, so, yeah, everybody. Let's go, girls. Yeah. So um, the first I story. shouldn't say girls. Oh. I should say ladies. Yeah. These are adult women yeah. wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the first story, uh, she said, I decided to go through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru because Gustavo, her baby infant child, was My asleep. Grandson. The line was longer than I thought, but I decided to chance it uh, to keep him asleep. After I ordered, Gustavo woke up and he was not happy. So now I'm stuck in the drive through line with no way to soothe Gustavo. As soon as I came to a place where I could get out of line, I pulled over and got Gustavo out of the car. I hadn't gotten my food yet. As I'm swaying with crying Gustavo, one of the Chick-fil-A employees comes over and asks if we are okay. I said yes, he just needed to be held. She asked if I had gotten food yet, and I had said not yet, and I hadn't paid for it. She said, are you okay? If you are okay with it, I can take your card. Oh, wait. She ordered food but hadn't paid for it yet. Right, right. Okay. If you are okay with it, I can take your card and bring you your food. I said, really? That would be awesome. I gave her my phone to get my points and my card to pay. She came back a few minutes later with my food. By then, Gustavo was asleep, and I thanked her multiple times. She said it was her pleasure, and she was happy to help a fellow mom. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome, so man. so amazing. That's awesome. And. I read that story when it came in, and, and I was like, did she take the initiative to do that? Or is that a culture there? Like, did she have to ask her manager? Which I'm sure, because you're yeah. going to walk outside and get somebody's credit card. But right, yeah. Yeah, maybe you might want to know somebody's out there so you don't get conked on the head. Not that right. you live in that area. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Wow. I, I just wonder if the, if that's a cultural thing, because I like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I I like their food. It's obviously fast food chicken. Yeah. But, oh, best um, hands down though. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of but their service is incredible. Oh. Always. How they, how they run their business is incredible. Always. And how incredible. they survive COVID. They mm. changed the outside of their restaurants to survive COVID. Oh, yeah. With the drive-through thing. Uh-huh. It's incredible. I mean, fastest drive-through I've ever been through. Yeah, I wish DMV was like that. Yeah, right. I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> threw DMV under the bus. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe it's a culture, and this person who has that inside them is able to use that at their workplace. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. cool. Um, and then she sent us a second one, and it uh it says I was about to turn out of the Emory and Henry campus to go home when I saw a car halfway in the ditch. There was a lady walking away from the car, shaking her head. I rolled down my window and asked, she, and asked if she was okay. She said she ran out of gas, and I noticed she was wearing an Emory and Henry Cafe uniform. She said her mom lived just around the corner and had a gas can but wasn't home to take her to get gas. I, also to dr I offered to drive her down there and go get gas at an exit from the school. She looked at me surprised and said that that would be great. Thank you. I drove to her mom's house around the corner. She got the gas can out of the shed, and as we were coming back to pass her car, we saw that the campus police were looking at the car. I pulled over, and she went to the let them know the situation. The campus police said that they had gas on site and could give her enough to make it to the gas station. Now I see the lady in the cafe, and she says hi. That's awesome. That's great. Kayla, that's my, that is outstanding. That's awesome. It's, I, I, 
I, I I'm not a karma guy because I believe that the Lord puts you where you need to yeah. be. So, but I mean, jokingly, you know, um, what comes around goes around. Yeah, I hate it's true. Absolutely, I mean, you can label it any way you want. So, I think there's a lot of benefits to be. I don't know which story happened first, right? But it's just there's so much crap in the world, and yeah. there's so many good people doing good things in 15 seconds yeah you know yeah it, um incredible stories yeah awesome Thanks, thank you Kayla. those are great that's what we're that's that's what we're trying that's to what do we're that all about the world the world can be a better place if you can be somebody's 15 second best friend yep. it really could be oh yeah their world for sure yeah absolutely so, yeah and you'll never be hungry sounds like if you yeah. go down to the yeah the ch- down to the chow and down to the dining facility yeah hey why did she get eight wings and i only got, got two, two. Right? Yeah. Well, there you go anyway you don't do it for that reason but it helps but yeah yeah exactly so i got a i got a, a guy i don't see him as much anymore i don't go into sheets but i worked with him he came to our store when i was working part-time at sheets overnight uh-huh and we worked a couple nights and uh, nice kid, young, yeah, and got along with him. At you know, you get people talking about themselves, and you got a friend for life. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I don't go into sheets very often anymore, but when I do, and and he won't let me pay for my drink. That's so great. That's kind of cool. That's so, great. But it's just not that you do stuff to, to for get, free stuff, yeah. you know. But there are benefits to sharing your talents. Oh yeah. Whether it's fifteen seconds or. Absolutely. Being kind is being kind. The dividends from being kind are immeasurable. Yeah. You know, a a, a free drink is small. Yeah. So okay. Um. So we started talking about the question, then we went back to fifteen second BF, which I liked. We were doing them at the end, and we weren't. They weren't. Uh, yeah. Um. I like doing them at the in beginning because I like to. Sets they're just a nice great. Mood. Sets, yeah, yeah. Sets the tone. So, um, anyway, so in episode 32, uh-huh. the first uh, episode about excuses, uh-huh. um, some, I say somebody, m- your mom yeah. had a question. <laughs> your mom is an avid listener. And, yeah. Um, that, that has been a good thing. Yeah. 34, this is episode 34. Mm-hmm. It's brought up some discussions and, good. which is the whole point. Yeah. Um, and the whole point is. She's not hundred. She's not the accountability partner, right? But can go many times. She's like, "Hey, you know, I know this podcast. You can to <laughs> right. it, and it's my own." <laughs> so, but that's the point. That has been the point since the beginning. Yeah. So she, I don't know whether to play the clip first, um, or ask. Okay, let's let me play the clip first. Okay. So at about. We were talking about the dangers of excuses. Yeah. I believe is where we were. hmm And it's at about minute 19. Cool. When I read, we listen to it. And one of the dangers was people lose res- will lose respect for you. Yeah. Okay. So let me play it, and then we'll go from there. So we'll try to pick it up from there. Yeah. You lose the, the trust of others. Mm. You lose the respect of others, yeah. too, because you think about, like, people can handle one excuse. They can't handle multiple Every, excuses. Yeah. You label somebody. Yeah. They get labeled. Yeah. So 
That's another danger. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm hoping to get this in the right order because I think it's a great question. Yeah. And your mom and I have actually talked about it a little bit. Nice. And um, I like questions where I have to expand a little bit. Right. Yeah, So this absolutely. is a good question for that. But looking at it and re-listening to it a couple times, I think labeling somebody is the wrong, was used in the wrong context there. Okay. All right. So, like, what do you think when somebody gets, when labeled or... I, I was kind of horrified that I said it a little bit because yeah. I'm like, wow, I don't want to be known for labeling people. Right. Right. And obviously, I mean, right off Jump Street, labeling can be a good thing and a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'll say, hey, mm-hmm. that's a great restaurant. We had the best service, the best food. It yeah. was a great atmosphere. You just label that restaurant as awesome. Yeah. So it, it's a two-way street. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, but her question, let's get, let's get her question yeah. out there and then we'll go. Her question is, is there a difference in being labeled and creating a reputation? Oh. So, um, yes, there is. Okay. There is a difference. And it could be significant. Or because I I think I accidentally, not accidentally, I used, I accident, accidentally. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I used those words interchangeably. Okay. In that, that context. Yeah. And maybe that, and I'm. She was unclear. She's like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. You know? So it got me thinking, which is good. So what do you, do you like, do you think labeling and rep, now that I've separated them and looked into them, they're not the same. No, they're not the same. But I can see how people would kind of use them the oh, same. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, labeling is a word or a short phrase to describe someone or something. Yeah. That's labeling. So if somebody you know has committed a lot of crimes, you're going to call them a criminal. Yeah. You just label You're going to label them as a criminal. This guy, excuse me, it's allergy season. Yeah. Man. So, um, but a reputation is the opinion that people in general have about someone or something or they have respect or admiration for someone or something based on past behaviors. Okay, so trying to answer this question, labeling somebody could be dangerous or labeling somebody could be great. Yeah. But I I labeled somebody, and actually if you're, I think if you're somebody who uses excuses a lot, You've created a reputation by that behavior. Right. I might label you that, but that's not, that's not really why, like a label would almost come after the reputation was built. Yeah. Gotcha. So you might let, man, all they're going to do is give you an excuse. You just labeled them with a short phrase. Right. But their past behaviors of them, why they can't do things. They have created a reputation right. for themselves. So, so your your reputation leads up to your labeling. It can. Okay. And I put labeling ahead of reputation, Tation. and that's dangerous. Yeah. Especially in a negative. Yeah. Like, and and I'm, I, it I should have, maybe caught that 
Yeah, gotcha. So, but gotcha. to answer her question, question, is there a difference in being labeled and creating a reputation? Definitely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely there's a difference. So hopefully we kind of cleared that up. Yeah. I don't know. Any more thoughts on that? Because it could go either way. Um, yeah. It could be, be, you can have a great reputation. Yeah. And right. then, as a result, get a great label. Exactly. Like, oh, he People always just, works oh, hard. Man, that guy's top of the line. Yeah. He's not going to steer you wrong. Great mechanic. He's going to fix your right. car. Right. Exactly. You will not be bringing it back to him. Yeah. He will fix it. Yeah. So that that works. And then, in short, you know, somebody would mention his name, and you'd go, great mechanic. There's his label. Boom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully, Mindy, that clears that up yeah. for you. But and thank you for the question yeah, because absolutely. it made me think and made me dig and yeah. made me um, realize that I really have to be careful with how I say things. Which is yeah, okay, yeah. If I had a nickel for every time I messed that yeah. up, I'd be retired. Right. So anyway, there. Oh, I'm I'm glad we had a lot of other stuff to talk about. Yeah. But. Uh, your mom brought something else up to me, and I and I know it sounds like, oh, this is a podcast of a guy telling stuff that his wife brought up to him. No, it's not it, but she is the closest one to yeah. me. Yeah. She knows me the best. Right. Um, it's not like I've had other roommates, yeah. and they knew me, and I, you know, so she's essentially uh, the one that's closest to me. And she, we were talking, probably just talking generally about stuff, and she, and she called me a hoarder. Yeah. Right? Now, obviously, I'm a reality TV guy. We've talked about that. Yeah, uh-huh. And there was a show called Hoarding. Yeah, Hoarding. And her and I watched an episode. I'd go to work. I, I had just recovered from a, uh, the injury that uh -huh. Nate talked about back in episode five. Yeah. And I'd go to work for half a day, come home, and her and I would sit and watch Hoarders for a half, for an hour. It's yeah. 42-minute show without commercials. So it's, it's a very sad and dangerous thing. Yeah. Okay. But that's not what we're talking about. She called me an information hoarder. Oh. Okay. So I, don't think my house is full of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's okay? not. It's, it's not. not. I have pretty good control over how much stuff I have. I can personally vouch that it's right. not. So, but <laughs> she, it, it just made me think she's like, you just continue to hoard information. She goes, yeah. you have been for 30 years, 20 years. Yeah. You have books and articles and you cut things out. Yeah. And so I'm starting to picture like my brain and I'm in my brain and I can only move around through really skinny, skinny pathways yeah. <laughs> through information. Yeah. And I sleep on a reclining chair next to a <laughs> microwave because that's all I have because my brain kitchen is full, full of, of information. Yeah. Right. The dining room full, full of, of information. information. Haven't seen my bedroom. In years, because it's full of information. There might be a bed in there still. Yeah. But it made me think. I'm like, yeah. So I, how do I know that I'm a hoarder? I'm like, well, that's, that's, that's pretty tough to swallow. Yeah. I read a lot of the same things. They're just repackaged. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And there's two schools here. There's a characteristic ethics and personality ethics. Okay. okay. So. Characteristics being working on your integrity, commitment, you know, those yeah. honor, mm -hmm. you know. Right. Personality stuff being how to better talk to people. Okay. You know, win-win uh, um, situations, kind of things like that. Yeah. Okay. So, well, not so much win-win, but more of getting away from characteristics, you know, your character ethics, and into 
you know, how to run a business meeting, how to get your point across, how to sell. Right. Now, those, you need both of those to be successful. Yeah. But I think you need to build one before the other. Like, one, the personality things definitely enhance the character ethic. Yeah. I, th- I think if you just go with the personal- personality ethic, you're, you might be leaving something behind. And right. you'll be found okay. out. Or not found as genuine. Yeah. But anyway, Makes that's sense. a whole other discussion. So an example of that would be you could read something, an article or a book on taking the night re- next right step. Yeah. Right? And then I could read the same situation as in doing the next right thing. They're yeah. really essentially the same thing. Yeah. But I have to read both. Right? Okay. I have a book yeah. on both of those. Yeah. Right? I can even go to chapters on both of those. Right. The books I've read. <laughs> right? And, and I'm lucky because that's one of the things that I can. So... I, I, um, that's just an example, but another one would be, I can't seem to get the info into a working format. Okay. Like you have like, so yeah, I meant to clean up the dining room full of information and sort it out, but, but I just can't, I can't get to it anymore. Yeah. It's so crowded in my brain. Right. If I can't get it into a working format and I'm thinking, why can't I get it into a working format? Because I look in my dining room of information and i think it's not all there there's something i'm leaving out that's uh, in the front hall that i can't use the front door i have yeah. to come in the back window <laughs> right so if i have all this information i can't get it into working order yeah i'm hoarding it i'm sitting in my recliner and microwaving my food right i can't get it you can't get to it right i'm always f- finding w- whether they're real or not real weak links like i can't get this going because maybe I haven't thought of everything. Maybe I don't oh. have all the information to get this going. So yeah. I can't get it into a format because I can't get it all together because it's scattered in right. my brain. And then I can't, I can't, I can't, I think there's a weak link. I haven't gathered enough. Yeah. There's something I'm forgetting. Right. So like say I chose commitment. I really want to work on commitment, right? Yeah. But what am I committed to? Oh my gosh, that's over in that room over there. Yeah. So that's just kind of an example right? And, and looking into what she said. And it's very, very true. Yeah. Like it, it almost becomes an excuse. Exactly. My hoarding, you know. So it's funny how this stuff intertwines. It's kind yeah, of crazy. it's kind of, yeah. I can't, so I find something and then I can't go back to, I can't go back and find it. Yeah. These all kind of are the same, uh-huh. but they're different in my head. Right. So I I can't go back and find what I liked. It just becomes a book on a shelf or an article I read and right. saved. And so my bookmarks are full of just... Yeah, so it, maybe if I would have organized it better from the beginning, it, she wouldn't have called me a hoarder. Right. So I think part of the hoarding thing was there's no organization, and she can see that. Yeah. But I have a brain full of the right things right right? yeah but for some reason i'm always searching for another holy grail and i have it already i just can't get it get it i'm sitting in the recliner yeah right i got a pathway yeah (laughs) this is a weird one i feel i'm acquiring this information for a reason Mm. and i don't know what that reason is yeah but Something, and I, I like reading about human performance. I like reading about how business, one, why Chick-fil-A's um, drive through yeah. is better than McDonald's, right. for say, <laughs> in my neighborhood. Yeah. I'm not saying McDonald's is doing it wrong, but. 
why why in Chick-fil-A is dominating that market. Oh yeah. And why? And I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. So it's not like I'm it's it's not um oh I got I got to do it again. It's a hobby. Yeah. It really is. But why? How yeah. much stuff do you need? And it goes back to that holy grail. Yeah. And she keeps telling me you got to you got it all. Yeah. You have no excuse. Exactly. On why you can't be living a tremendous life. Yeah. Except that it's such a disarray. Right. You know. And it was so serious. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not making fun of people with hoarding problems or no. people that have to, yeah. loved ones. You know, that's not it. I understand. Yeah. But it was the best way to compare. Yeah. Like apples for apples. So people would get a visual picture yeah. of and my it, brain. With with information, it's not like you just get rid of it. Like in your situation, you have all of it. You just have to apply it in order to get rid of it necessarily. You know? Right. Yeah. But I have so much. Yeah, that you, you got it's crowded, it and I can't. Yeah. yeah, so I got to get those people to come in. Yeah, you know, <laughs> cleaning specialist. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy show. It made. It brought tears to my eyes. Oh, it was sad. That was one of the sadder yeah. reality shows. Hoarding is hard, is awful, man. Awful. I mean, yeah. there's shows about addictions and right. giving up my religion. and Okay. And, but that one just was hard to watch. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know why I was so intrigued by it. But Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to make a move. Okay. And I'm going to write. And I've done this before for different things but I'm going to rewrite a mission statement for my life. Sweet. And uh, um, maybe a vision statement. Now, the, the two are different. Yeah. A mission statement would be more based in the present. What do I want my life to be? Which direction do I want to go? I want, how do I want to go about living my life would be a mission statement. As in where your vision statement, I guess they could be one and the same. Uh-huh. I guess businesses can combine those. But vision being where you want to go and how you're going to kind of get there. Right. Or what steps are you going to take? So I, I think for me, I'm going to separate them a little bit. Okay. I'm not going to write a mission vision statement. I'm going to have a mission statement and then a vision statement. Yeah, that's you. The, only the, rarely are they combined. Really? Yeah. The, <sighs> well, like no, I could be mistaken well, on that. When people ask you what's your mission vision statement, yeah, they're usually referring to two different statements. Okay, like labeling and reputation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'd, I I see the separation now. It yeah. was only in my head I put them together. I didn't read that. Anymore, right. But, yeah. Huh. Like a a vision statement is like where you want to be as far as like a company or whatever and your mission statement is kind of like how are you going to get there? You think so? I if I remember correctly. Well, I I'm not doubting you at all. Yeah. I Google. <laughs> Look at you looking at information. Just yeah. throw it out after you're done, man. Right, yeah. Don't, don't hoard it. You know? Apply it and then. Yeah. A mission statement defines an organization's business, its objectives, and how it will reach these objectives. A vision statement details where the organization aspires to go. Right, but these are, these are like personal. Right, yeah, same thing. Yeah. Vision statement is like where, what's your end goal? And then your mission statement is like, how do you get there? Yeah. So if you're going to treat people on it with honesty and integrity, that would be part of your mission statement. Yeah. 
kind of thing. Yeah. All right. So I got the right idea. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm, I was thinking, wow, it's gonna be. I'm gonna have to get some more information. Right. <laughs> you're, you're you're contributing to my hoarding, Eddie. Yeah. Oh, helping. sorry, sorry. There's a couple of reasons why I want to do that. Uh huh. Um, because it's not gonna go away. Like I'm still gonna want to read stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's that's that's not gonna stop. But it's again time in this time in my life where I need to start putting it down like yeah. on paper and yeah. living those i can always modify it can always change oh absolutely but anyway there's half a dozen reasons why and i you know i'm thinking maybe this might turn into a two-parter too yeah because um so anyway with that in mind so i'm gonna we'll, we're gonna turn this into a two-part we'll pick up where we left off sweet here and then um so I'm gathering, I'm, I'm looking at this, yeah. thinking this is a great idea. And then your mom asked me a question, really, because I, I pray about things like that. People pray for stuff. And yeah. I go, okay, Lord, where, what direction does this, it's too strong not to know. Where, yeah. where do I got to go? So not <clears throat> a day later, your mom asked me this question. Out of the blue, because your mom's an avid podcast listener. Oh, yeah. Listens all kinds of stuff, because yeah. she's on the road, like I did when I was on the road. Yeah. And I said, and she told me, I asked her later, she goes, no, that's just a question I have. I didn't, it wasn't on a podcast that I heard. I was like, wow, that's wow. incredible. So she asked me, she goes, Paul, if we were to get married today, what do you, would you be promising me? Oh. And man, so the retreat I got paid for, yes, my, yeah. that <laughs> was the go. retreat was writing all that out. And it took me a four hours, five rewrites. Yeah. And I think. And that's kind of started my mission vision statement. Sweet, man. But I wrote it as not not vows. Like, yeah. But she's I like, what would you promise me now? Because we've struggled. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So it was really amazing. And I think we'll, I'm going to, I'll get into that next time. Okay. I will, we'll put this together and in, in we'll, when we have more time, we'll spend how it all came about and where it is now. Sweet. All right. So let's do that. Let's cool stop deal. with that now. Awesome, man. Sweet. Sweet. So coming into a nice weekend, we're still in the seventies. Yeah. In, in the um, end of or early November. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, you got a busy weekend. We got a busy weekend. Yeah, I'm busy so all I'm around. Off, man. off forty-eight hours before I'm back uh, moving trailers. Nice. And it's leaf time of year. Yeah. People don't understand. Maybe people do understand. Yeah. Like got, leaf oh. is leaves are like shoveling snow in our yard. Oh, it really yeah. is shoveling snow in yeah. our yard. I love our backyard. It's wonderful. We got except for this time. A lot of, year. of oak trees, man. Oh my gosh. And those leaves are like as big as the human hand. Yeah. <laughs> right. Awesome, Getty. Cool deal, man. Yeah, stay awesome. Yeah, you too. Later. Later.